All right, welcome to another episode of Heroes and I'm Andy. This is my good pal Cody. Mm-hmm. That's me. <laughs> That's him. And we are here to talk about Heroes and Joker. And so obviously, you know, this is a podcast, a YouTube channel that talks about movies, comics, TV shows, all things geek culture. And CP, today we are discussing the latest DC film that came out last weekend. Mm-hmm. Joker, starring starring uh, Joaquin Phoenix, directed by Todd Phillips. Uh, it was number one in the box office this past weekend. Probably heard about it, and so uh, let's let's dive right into it. But let me go ahead and clarify: spoiler alert. All right. So if you haven't seen the movie, definitely want to make sure that you go see it first. But um, or if you don't care, all right. So just up. keep watching. Yeah, keep watching. Thank you. And so. Uh, CP, you and I, we saw this together with our good friend Tim and T.O. Yeah, T.O. He was on the podcast for a couple episodes and we saw it together. You've only seen it once? Right. I've only seen it once as well. Um, there was, before actually, before we dive into the, the actual review, let's talk a little bit about, let's talk a little bit about the anticipation for this movie. Yeah. Even the, some news backlash or some media reports trying like just i I don't want to say stirring the pot but not like there there was they weren't reporting stuff that was important necessarily but right but there was just some controversy some controversy going into this movie so let's let's talk about that a little bit so if you're if you're not aware of of kind of what we're talking about going into um and as as joker had been seen by some critics uh it was being talked about saying that it was glorifying uh violence mm-hmm. in our society particularly uh particularly with all of this with these shootings that have happened over the last several years and and the on uh increased um frequency of those yeah and so the conversation was that this movie is is painting the joker painting walking phoenix's character and ultimately people who carry out these massive uh, violent acts mm-hmm. as heroes yeah. rather than uh, obviously not heroes. Yeah. Uh, and so that that was the conversation going into this movie. And so uh, it was to the point where um, Todd Phillips, Walking Phoenix, uh, Warner Brothers, like they all were putting out statements and talking mm-hmm. about it with media outlets saying, you know, the, we just please go into it with an open mind. Yeah. We're not. That's not what we're trying to say. And, uh, and yeah, so it was definitely, definitely a lot riding, definitely high stakes, I guess, going into it. For sure. And, and, and not again, um, you know, we like to have fun here. This isn't a heavy podcast, but, um, we were, when we saw it, we were aware of those stuff and we, you know, we were, uh, we were paying extra close attention to, uh, the theater and stuff like that. A lot of theaters across the country had, uh, heightened security and mm-hmm. you know even reports from uh, newspapers in New York saying that undercover cops were going to be in the theaters and stuff like that and so um, it was kind of crazy just like again like when we were watching it as we were going you know to our, our theater to our seats and so just kind of uh, being aware of that talking a little bit about that with Tim and stuff like that mm-hmm. and um, so yeah so I, I mean there was a lot of there was some some buzz going into the movie obviously a lot of uh, people were excited because it's a it's a Joker movie. Right. Joker, maybe the most iconic uh, 
villain, you know, out there. And so a lot of people were excited about it. But of course, this spotlight on it um, brought maybe more attention attention to it. And um, so anyways, uh, we wanted to just talk about that again. It, it, it was part of our viewing experience. And so mm-hmm. uh, maybe it was part of yours as well. But um, so let's go ahead and talk about the movie. Let's go ahead and, and dive into it. We saw it again, CP, you only saw it once, I only saw it once, so we'll do our best to recall stuff, but mm-hmm. what were your thoughts maybe after seeing the movie immediately, and then maybe if they've changed since then, because it's been a few days since we saw it, um, again, if there was a difference or if you thought about it more, you know, give, give us some your feedback on the film, man. Uh, so I... Uh, immediately when we were when we got out of the th- theater, mm-hmm. I texted. I was texting Morgan yep. uh, about it, and and she asked if I liked it, and I was like, honestly, I don't know that yeah. I liked it. I think it is. Uh, I'll say this: I think it is a great movie, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know that it's. I don't think it's a movie. I've told this to people as I've been talking about it. I don't think it's a movie that I'll necessarily. I'll probably watch it another one or two times. Yeah. Uh, in my life. And that is just because it does such a great job of uh, of the conversation that it's, um, or it does such a great job of capturing and communicating, really, um, what the kind of a conversation that just we, especially as an American society, but really I would say is the world as a whole, mm-hmm. uh, just you know, like it's a conversation we need to have, and so like any uncomfortable conversation it's yeah. uncomfortable and yeah it's not one that you're um enjoying all the time and it's not one <laughs> yeah it's not one that uh you know that is is uh is one that you yeah it's not one that you want to have and so yeah uh, i texted i told morgan um that it it i thought i would kept thinking of um from harry potter mm-hmm. when um olivander is telling harry about voldemort's um about Lord Voldemort. Yeah. And he says, um, he said, um, after all, he who must not be named did great things. Terrible, yes, but great. And so thinking of that, like kind of, that's kind of how I felt about the movie where it is, it was like, it's made me feel terrible, mm-hmm. but it, I do see and value it as a great movie. Yeah. It's just very heavy. Yeah. Uh, like kind of like Gone Girl was, is mm-hmm. another, like another good example or, um, some of the really great like World War II uh, reenactments yeah, or recreations yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. where it's like this is I can see the cinematic value of this, but uh, it does make me uncomfortable. I will say Walking Phoenix killed it. He did, man. And uh, he was incredible in uh, throughout the whole movie and just like the his um, condition where he's mm-hmm. uh, he laughs in uncomfortable situations like looked like it physically ailed him and physically yeah. hurt him yeah. uh, so well. And um, not to mention all, like, you know, whatever weight I'm sure he lost because yeah. he was super thin and uh, and was con- con- contorting himself in, in strange ways That's at so times. Crazy. And so uh, he did it an incredible job. And there's just also some really beautiful um, cinematography, just some really beautiful shots as well throughout. Yeah. So what did you think, Andy? Yeah, man. So I I walked out um, the whole time I'm watching it. Uh, I was kind of rooting for Arthur. You know, I was rooting for him, and and because I knew, again, not to dive deep or anything like that, but like he's a human being, a broken human being that wants that wants love, that mm-hmm. wants to be loved, and 
like all of us. And so, like, I'm watching it. You're rooting for him not to turn correct, to Joker. Correct. Like, I'm rooting for him not to go into the deep end, off the deep end. And so, it was very similar to, uh, this is a spoiler alert maybe for Daredevil Season 3. But it's very similar to how I was feeling towards the Bullseye character in that season where he's he's he has issues he's broken and he is trying to stay on the path of right and you know that's right and narrow and stuff like that but unfortunately he gives into it and he becomes you know this killer you know assassin figure that ultimately becomes bullseye and so anyway so i felt myself very much um, those feelings coming back to me when i was watching the joker where i was hoping that Obviously, I knew he was going to be there. Like, I knew right, that, I knew right. there was no the mo- hope. The movie's still called The Joker. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So, it's not like there's... I, I knew there was, like, no chance of him not becoming The Joker. But I was still... I still found myself hoping that he wouldn't go there. But... but So, yeah. So, I was, that's where I was as I was watching the movie. There were uncomfortable parts and stuff like that. And, um, again, you see... Again, he's a broken character. But you also see... Um, and he's broken character, not because of necessarily like his challenges or his mental illnesses. I'm not saying that's what makes him broken. Like, but, um, because that's, that is a a whole aspect of the character is this, Mm -hmm. you know, mental illness. And, but, but so I'm watching the movie has its awkward, uncomfortable parts in it. But what really made me uncomfortable is just like how society was treating him. You yeah. know, and again, it doesn't justify any of his actions. That's not what I'm saying. It doesn't make all of those murders just go away. You know, that's not the that's not the reason for it. But um, again, he he's just he's a he's a he's a human being who wants love and wants to be loved. You know, he and so mm-hmm. he um, asked, and in like if you've seen the movie, you know, you know, he asked multiple times. Like, I'm not even sure. Up until recently, I wasn't even sure if I existed, mm-hmm. and so. Like that, that says so much about where he's at. Like even um, taking like to if, to a person that doesn't have any history of mental illness. Mm-hmm. If you're not sure, like if people are treating you so terribly yeah. that you don't know if you're even like really there. Yeah. Um, you're gonna have you're gonna have you're gonna start to develop some sort of uh, yeah. some sort of issues yeah. or depression uh post that yeah and so yeah. uh taking all that and then you know like dealing with and adding a mental illness on top mm-hmm. of that like you just you just really feel bad for him because yeah. everyone you know, like from uh you know the, the movie is talking a lot about uh like uh social status and yeah uh, and and the different I- income uh, classes, income classes, yeah. yeah like, so that's oh, a, I like couldn't get the word out. <laughs> um, it's talking a lot about those, but you, but we see everyone from Thomas Wayne mm-hmm. to uh, to the people that he lives in the same building as, yeah, and his coworkers that are you know his like clown coworkers, yep. um, they're all treating him harshly and treating him unfairly and yeah. rudely, yeah. and so. Um, it's not just an issue with it's like the movie's clever in that it's not even just an issue with the rich or just the poor. It's an issue with everyone. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's definitely so. Again, I'm I'm watching it. It was just like I'm ra- processing all these things, and um, I just felt again I felt bad for him. But then um, as the fanboy, like the fanboy in me, I'm like, oh, this is a really different take on the Joker. Like I like 
that um you know him you know Todd Phillips and his direction with the film I I enjoyed it again like you said you know Hakeem Phoenix did a phenomenal job um definitely Oscar worthy, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't, you know, so that's that's really if, exciting. If Robert Downey Jr. in Endgame is Oscar worthy, <laughs> then Walking Phoenix sure. probably deserves it. it. Probably. Like I love RDJ, yeah. but Walking Phoenix probably just deserves it for sure. So uh, his performance is great. Todd Phillips, his direction again, some of the shots, some wide shots. It, it, it felt like it, the movie was set in, the, in 1981, like early early 80s, and so the feel of the movie even felt like it was filmed in that era, which was great. And so it, it just it was enjoyable from that perspective. Like I was able to appreciate it from that perspective as well. Mm-hmm. And it was just again, it was a good film. Definitely, like it's not like one you just pop in. Just yeah, it's not when you're eating popcorn. With. Yeah, like for a good time, like oh, you want to watch? You want to watch like a? It's when you have a free night, like you want to yeah. watch a Joker. Like it's I don't know if it's like you have to almost like be prepared, you know, like mm-hmm. mentally prepare yourself for that movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, it was it was a good movie. I I enjoyed it. Um, and there's a lot to talk about now. Now that we saw the movie, what's crazy is is that there are so many. Um, fan theories out there Mm -hmm. and different things because as you saw in the movie uh he again he had his mental illnesses and we come to find out that his neighbor that relationship that he has with his neighbor like really wasn't there like you know he kind of it was all in his head and which Which is another another actress who mm -hmm. has now played a movie a role in both zazie beats she's now played a a role in both DC and Marvel. Oh, that's right. Because she, she was also Domino mm-hmm. in Deadpool 2. So, yeah. anyway, and random then, aside. Yeah, and then so it's a lot of fun now to think like, well, how much of the movie is real? Is real. <laughs> like, what's in his head? Um, what storylines do we believe? What? So, let's let's talk a little bit about, let's talk a little bit about Thomas Wayne. So, Thomas Wayne plays a big part in this movie. More, actually, a bigger part than I thought. He was gonna play. I yeah, same. same. <laughs> I was like, wow, wow, this guy really is like a like a kind of important character. Um, so Thomas Wayne, throughout the whole film, uh, Arthur's mom is saying that Thomas Wayne's a good guy. He'll take care of us. We're like family. We're like family. Come find out that she's thinking that Thomas Wayne is his father, which then would make. The Joker and Batman with Step Brothers, which like I if I like I was preparing myself like for to go down that road, like what for that, like Joker two, like an epic like <laughs> brother brother face off. Like I was like, oh my goodness, I don't I don't even know what that would look like. But anyways, um, but then you find out that she also has her like her mental you know issues as well, and Thomas Wayne finally has this encounter with with the joker and you know author and he's saying like hey that was all like that's not true man like you know yeah. he even did the he even went to the you know arkham to get the report and right to see arthur goes to yeah, arkham and gets and reads yeah. the report and finds out that it's not true yeah yeah so but some people think <coughs> uh, some people think that it's still a possibility do you think that thomas wayne is his father or you still believe so kinda like how the movie basically portrays so it here's me. here's the issue that i had with um it kind of just talking about thomas wayne it's i really 
I'm of the camp uh, with with Batman that Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne were, were like pillars of Gotham. They were heroes. Yep. They were good people. Yeah. And so um, even just as the movie started saying, you know, that um, that Arthur's uh, Thomas's son mm-hmm. in that Thomas, you know, so Thomas had an affair with Arthur's mom. And ultimately abandoned them, yeah. you know, and just like said, you got like fired them from her house. And yeah. like, it was just like, it was, it said it was gut wrenching to me because it was like, no, like I, I need, we like Bruce, Bruce, I need Bruce needs yeah. uh, Thomas and Martha to be really good people so that he can be a really good Batman, <laughs> yeah. you know? And so yeah. it was like knowing, like, especially once we, once we realized that Bruce was in the movie and that mm-hmm. Tom, you know, that, um, that Thomas and Martha like hadn't, you know, died yet. Yeah. It was like, they have to be good people, like yeah. is what I really wanted to believe. And so then, you know, as we're going throughout, uh, you know, throughout the story and we ultimately find out that according to Arkham's files, mm-hmm. that's none of that's true. Yeah. I was like, okay, this makes sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it it was still like I did still feel a little bit like Thomas was a jerk to Arthur for sure. But also at the same time, Arthur showed up at his house and <laughs> grabbed his son, like put his fingers in his son's mouth and and like you know was choking one of his butlers and yeah. so like which was is that meant to be Alfred? I think so. I think it's, it's, a, I think it's credited to him and like in the at the end that to is be Alfred. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure if they mm-hmm. said it, but they said his name. But yeah, so it was just like I, I really so all that to say, I don't believe that um, that Thomas. I believe that Thomas is not Arthur's father. I I I'm in that camp as well. I I also like I. I would have freaked out a little bit if it was like there was something to say that like Thomas Wayne um, is controlling everything mm-hmm. and that he had the files changed. Yep. Um, which is very <laughs> kind of similar to Daredevil season three with uh-huh. Kingpin. Uh-huh. Um, but because like and it's not like that there's it's not like there's not times where are been stories where the way the Waynes were bad people mm-hmm. um in the telltale i don't think you ever played i never the, played it the telltale video batman video games but in um in those it comes out that they were um that they were involved with falcone mm. and that they were doing um bad things for good reasons also gotcha. you know that's kind of the mob's whole thing anyway and so gotcha um so yeah, it's it's not like that doesn't happen or yeah. it hasn't happened, but I just really wanted to believe that that that's not Thomas Wayne. Thomas that's... Wayne is a good guy, and then and then one time in the one universe where Bruce gets killed or one timeline where Bruce gets killed, then he goes over there. Yes, yeah, <laughs> but he's yeah, still yeah. Batman. He's, he's so just ba- yeah. you know. So um, so yeah, I don't believe that Thomas is a bad guy. And yeah, I don't believe that he's the father. I don't think he's you know obviously. not the dad. Yeah. Not lie detector the, test not the that and then i don't i don't like i i for i make it makes sense for the movie like to kind of play him up to be this and again like this movie's dealing is like in a different time period um where i mean that that kind of stuff was was more yeah like it was just a those 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 separations of like income levels and stuff like that were felt like the way they were portrayed in the movie, like yeah. it was obvious, right? So, so I get like why they portrayed him kind of to be this maybe bad guy, but I don't, 
Thomas Wayne, I'm with you, should be like a is a hero to Gotham, and that's you know he's the one trying to um, to bring the city together right. and it, restore. He does it. come off pretty prideful in this one, mm-hmm. movie because he like he says I'm the only hero from Gotham. Yeah. Like, so um, yeah, is, yeah. I, I again, I, it's just a preference because I, I I think I just I I'm with you. I love Thomas Wayne and the. The reason why Batman is Batman is partially because of his parents. Like, if there comes out to be a Green Goblin movie that says that Uncle Ben is a bad guy the whole time, <laughs> people will buy it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, I don't think... Sorry. I don't think that, uh, that, that that's... I mean, that theory's out there. I don't choose to believe it. What do you think about the ending? What part of it do you think is... There's some people saying that part of that... Uh, that, it, that the Joker died in the car crash... And everything that we see afterwards is so. Like, I haven't even read that one. So, so everything that you see with the moment from the car crash in the police op- police car is him. He dies in that, and like everything after that is like purgatory or like an afterlife kind of a thing. So, like, so I I so didn't I don't hear. I hadn't read that one. I don't believe. I that. did see one. I, <laughs> yeah, let's just throw that one out. I don't I believe did, that. I did. I was reading one um, this morning actually before we were. Before we recorded that um the it's a it was saying that um every once he goes into the refrigerator he dies in the refrigerator he dies in the refrigerator yeah and so like that because like there was a like wow. there's a, i guess there's a whole thing about like somebody was saying that or it was like actually a refrigerator manufacturing place that was saying that that you can't get out of those types of refrigerators like old refrigerators like uh-huh. that. Um, was that, that after? The whole, so that's right before Murray calls him. That's right before he, 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 the, his co-workers come? That's before his co-workers come over? Um, I can't so remember. So I'm saying, so like, the, up, so like him killing, his, him stabbing his co-worker with the scissors. I think that's all after. after? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, his co-workers would have come after because he gets... He comes out of the refrigerator. And then he starts like painting. The, after the, well, so, no, after the refrigerator, mm-hmm. the next thing that happens is he gets the phone call from the gotcha. TV show. Gotcha. So him killing the co-worker would have been. Afterwards. Would have been after. Um, I don't believe that either. I, like, I I believe that Joker lives throughout the throughout the movie. He Same. lives to the end of the movie. Same. There are, they're talking about, like, Joaquin Phoenix has mentioned a, p- the potential for a Joker 2. Which I feel like, you know, maybe he didn't want to do that before because I, I had read at one point that Todd Phillips had to like ask him for like and beg him basically mm-hmm. to get to do this movie. But now, you know, seeing how well it came out, you know, he maybe would be more yeah. interested in sticking around. I told um, I told our good friend Matt uh, from the podcast, I told him that money has a interesting way of changing people's mind. And so mm-hmm. everyone can say last no, one and done yeah one and done i'm out you know that's it but then you know all it takes is a pretty fat check and you're like you know what <laughs> i think i think i can paint put that paint on my face one more time you know mm-hmm. and so um so the fan the theory yeah, maybe so that there's theories there's, there's so a many theory things. that that some of it happened that none of it happened and then um and that all of it happened literally except for what is explicitly with the said that it didn't happen, uh-huh. which is uh, this that the love, um, the love, yeah, the love dynamic uh-huh. or relationship 
with um, with his neighbor. Um, his neighbor. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, so I am of the opinion uh, that the that um, everything happened pretty much the way we saw it. Yeah. Except I I think that he the um like the car crash stuff is played out bigger in his head because he he there's a point there where he when he when he draws the smile with his blood on his face yeah which I never thought I would ever say that sentence ever in my life <laughs> um, but that and he gets this hero's. He gets this hero's welcome. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so... And I, everybody is, like, everybody's there. Like, people carry him out of the taxi cab or out yeah. of the police car. Yeah. Like, and, like, lay him on the hood. Like, he is a hero. Yeah. Um, I I think that that is played out. That I That's the only part, I think, that maybe didn't actually happen that isn't said that didn't actually happen. Gotcha. I think that either, in that moment, he either, um, either the police car never gets hit. Mm-hmm. Or the police car does get hit, but then he's not—he's not carried out by, um, by you know other clowns. He's carried out by um, police or yeah, ambulance yeah, 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 or yeah, yeah. whoever. Um, what about the theory? Have you have you read or heard of the one that it's none of it happened and it's all just him in the asylum? I did hear that. Yeah, I don't know if I liked. I heard that. So if you haven't yet, that one's just saying exactly what you just said. Like. Just, the, towards the beginning of the movie, you see him banging his head uh-huh. on the window in Arkham Asylum, and yeah. then he comes back at the end of the at the end of the movie. He's again in Arkham Asylum. Yeah, so it never really necessarily happened. I don't, I don't like that one I either. S- I struggle with that one just because, um, kind of a coming back to the Waynes because, yeah, um, because we know that the you know that the Waynes like do die in this mm-hmm. movie, and so. Um, I, ha- I did have the thought that if, um, and I don't know if I've read this anywhere, but if like when he takes the files and he reads them, if he doesn't actually leave Arkham that day, okay. if he gets captured like in the asylum hmm. and, um, and then the rest of the movie from there, cause that would like, if he had heard that the Waynes died, then it, like he could in his mind could spin it in a way that it was about him. Yeah, but uh, it's interesting with all these fan theories. It's 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 so. I mean, credit to the writers, the producers, Todd Phillips, those guys, his, the whole team there. But like, this is the beauty of the Joker's like origin story. It's like we've heard a couple of them, even comic book wise, we've seen a couple of them, have read a couple of them. Uh, the Killing Joke being you know one of them, and um, so it's like it's. But the not knowing like what exactly happened, like which one's real, is is like is I I say the beauty of the character, like, but it's like it's what makes the character so fun and enjoyable mm-hmm. from a like like being a fictional character standpoint. Like it that's to some degree that's a little fun that like this crazy comic book villain doesn't have an origin story, which just plays up to who he is as a crazy like literally insane villain, you know. So mm-hmm. it's kind of. It's kind of cool from that dynamic. So even with this movie, the fact that they didn't lay out like they, that, they laid it out in a way that could be that can be it was left for interpretation. Yeah, that could be left for interpretation is really cool. And I know that Todd Phillips he took a lot of inspiration from um, uh, Robert De Niro's film. I want to say I think it's Taxi Driver or is it ta- uh, 
I'm going to get butchered on the comic section section, but uh, regardless of that, that movie, again, it was a big uh, inspiration for Todd Phillips. Um, here's the one thing that I want to unpack just a tiny bit. When he's at the end of the movie, he's in the asylum. He's talking to the, the lady, the psychiatrist or whatever. Like he says he, it flashes back to the Wayne's being murdered. I think that, I think Bruce is there. Right, mm-hmm. if I'm mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, and then it comes back to the Joker, comes back to Arthur, and he's saying like, he's like smoking, he has a cigarette, and he says like, oh, I just he starts laughing a little bit, and the lady asks him like, why, why are you laughing, and he says, oh, I just thought of something funny, but you wouldn't get it, like some people are making a big deal about that scene, about that line, of like, and it plays into these theories like, the he is he thinking of the whole thing. Is the whole thing real, fake? Um, but then people are thinking that he knows somehow that the Waynes died. And so like that, that he's happy about that or something along those. So I'm like, I'm just thinking to myself why I bring it up. It's like, I just, I just saw that scene as it's letting us, the viewers know that the, that the Waynes die. And this is the little connection to Batman, Batman. Mm-hmm. Like I don't necessarily saw that scene as it connecting to the character, the Joker. Like you didn't read it in, read into it that much. Yeah, I didn't read it like so much of this movie, and maybe it's just me being like, uh, just a, a, a simpleton. Like, <laughs> but you're like, so naive. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but like I watched so much of this movie, and I just took it, <coughs> I just took it for what it was, and so like I'm not even th- like it never crossed my mind that some of these stuff were real or fake or in his head or not in his head, mm-hmm. except for. That relationship that he has with his neighbor, because again, it it show it it's shown on screen, but yeah. So I'm like, so when they, when it cuts back to the Waynes and it cut being murdered, and it cuts back to Bruce being there, and then it cuts back to uh, the Joker in the asylum at the end. I'm like, oh, it's just letting us know like these things are happening, like almost at the same time. Like it's it's kind of letting us know, hey, this is the the little nod to the Batman origin, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a thing. And here's the Joker going off on his thing. Um, so anyways, like I just didn't think, like, I, I'm not thinking too much of some of these scenes. I got, yeah, I, I feel like, um, I, I think that like, so, you know, Joker obviously isn't, he's not around while the Waynes are murdered. Mm-hmm. And so assuming that, uh, you know, if the car crash happens, he gets taken out and put on the top of the police car. And then ultimately, we don't know if he gets captured again. We're, yeah. we're assuming if the if the sequence of events is exactly the way it is in the movie, mm-hmm. um, and that's the exact timeline, we assume he gets captured again and is taken to Arkham, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think I align with you as long as as long as the timeline is how it is in the movie. Yeah. Um, that somehow he finds out while he's in Arkham, you know, that he, that the Waynes were murdered. Yeah. And so then it's just, he's, he's, I think, just realizing the irony of it. Sure. Um, given, you know, his potential family connection mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, with, you know, with the Waynes. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It, so all these theories and stuff like that, like they're fun for me to read or to like watch or look up on, you know, read up on. Here's the but unfortunate thing is I don't know if Todd Phillips is ever going to say this is it. No, no, never. Freaking like Christopher yeah. Nolan. School. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's never going to say what, what what's real, what's not. But 
it it was just it was it's again the film it was a good film like the acting was great even robert de niro like ironically coming back to Robert, like his role yeah who maybe we should have him have a talk show yeah like a, a night <laughs> he, show yeah 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 like he he did great like you know like uh the every every Again, it's not a fun movie, but it really is a it's a good film. I keep on saying it's a good film. Like it almost makes it more serious. And so yeah. definitely I, I mean, you just gotta go into it knowing it's rated R. It's not a family movie. When we saw it, there were a, a good amount of kids, like middle school, high school students. There were some parents with their kids. And in my head, I don't know if it's just because I'm a new dad, I'm like extra, extra protective, but I'm like mm-hmm. I'm a little like questioning the parenting of like you sure you maybe you shouldn't yeah, yeah yeah like you sure like I think Abominable is showing like that new DreamWorks cartoon <laughs> movie showing two theaters down, uh so I'm like uh so you gotta know like it's rated R. It's it it's a it's a it's like a it's like a heavy movie it's a serious movie and it's not a comic booky movie it's not action packed mm-hmm. it's not. You know, it really like the the it's a comic book movie in the sense that it's called Joker, uh, but other than that, you know, this, the similarities kind of end there. That's it. Yeah, it's just a really good drama film, and so again, kudos to everyone that did it that that's involved in it. Um, and like I said, like the whole time I'm watching it, my heart is just it's just it's just, it's just hurting, breaking for Arthur. Yeah, yeah, because really he is. just really needs a hug. He does. And again, like, he's a broken character, broken human. I'm a broken human. You're broke. Like, we're all broken to some degree. But, you know, on top of that, you throw on his his issues, his challenges, his his health stuff, and how he's being treated. And it's just like, oh, that's just unfortunate. So, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, just love one another. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just be kind. Be kind yeah. to everyone. Yeah, be kind to everyone. <laughs> love one another. So... Um, any uh, any last thoughts on the film, man? Any other? Um, I mean that the, the, you pointed like I I think I want to see it one more time. The for after we saw it, I was like, I'm okay if, if I don't ever see it again. Yeah. But now that there's been some days passed since then, I'm some like healing. Yeah, <laughs> some healing. <laughs> I'm like, I think I want to see it again, almost so I can see if i can catch anything it's almost for that reason like yeah. see if anything stands out more if like i can interpret something differently right. so it's like it's worth seeing for that reasoning to see if anything comes out this time around like like anytime you watch a christopher nolan movie exactly really so exactly um i yeah i i don't know i probably would watch it again for kind of for that reason but i, I think it'll be a wait for uh wait for you know it to come out on on blu-ray or yeah know, red box so yeah um but uh, i think that's it for yeah, me man. so um that is our episode for heroes and joker it's mm-hmm. not the joker right Correction. It's, just, it's just joker it's just heroes and joker yeah. and so uh let us know what you thought of joker in the comments or mm-hmm. uh, or message us let us know on instagram however you want to get in contact with us we'd love to hear your theories if you have one that's different than any you know any <laughs> other media outlet then let us know that too we and would love we, to hear we can break the news first here <laughs> you heard it here first folks uh so uh but yeah so let us know uh as always if you have some time to uh follow us mm-hmm. like us 
uh, on uh, Spotify or iTunes or YouTube, wherever you're watching or listening. Yeah. We would love that support. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, that is our episode of Heroes and the Joker. So mm-hmm. um, I'm Andy. You're Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Andy. I'm Cody. And, and we're, we're out. out.